The following is a paid advertisement. The information presented during this segment is not necessarily supported, endorsed, or promoted by WMBM, New Birth Broadcasting, its staff management, or other advertisers. The advertisers are solely responsible for any information listed or discussed in this segment. Scores, play-by-play, interviews with the athletes, the coaches, and the fans. Welcome to another edition of Talking Sports on Gospel AM 1490 WMBM. If you're interested in joining the discussion, here are the call numbers and date. 305-953-9626, Broward 954-525-1490, and toll-free anywhere in the world for our Internet listeners. 1-888-599-9626, and on Apple and Google Apps. The ball's in play. Let's talk sports. Welcome to another edition of the Talking Sports Show. I'm Trader Sports Prophet, and in the studio with me today, I have Kirsten in the studio. And you have Shayla. How are y'all doing today? <sighs> I'm tired. Same here. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last week, at least we had a long weekend, a three-day weekend. This week, can't say the same, but, you know, just getting through it. First month of the year almost over. Can't yeah, that. Fast, you know. It's definitely been been a good month. There's some ups and downs, but for the most part, it's definitely been a good good month. At, at least for me, though, I could say that. Um, Coach, Coach Taylor, you want to give us any any updates of what's going on? <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm going to say this is a rebuilding year for the NMB Chargers, the basketball team. You know, they have to. North Miami Beach. Yeah, you know, we got a young team. Beach high. So. I think we only have like two seniors, so okay. senior night is actually next week on Tuesday. So, I think that if we can at least come together, everybody makes the playoffs. So, you know, the seeding is based on your max preps rating. So, right now, Wait, hold on, say, run, run the base. Say everybody makes the playoffs. Yeah, I know it's it's hey, participation hey. trophy. Time, <laughs> Explain you know. this, man, because it's so not the, like that for football. No, because you know right. football, they change it up. They do points now. Yeah. But with um, basketball, yeah. to make you don't have to make it to a district playoffs anymore. Everybody gets in. Oh. But the thing is, it's like based on seeding and it's okay. single elimination. So 
if you come in and your max preps rating is low, you're going to play the highest rated team. So, ah, okay. So, yeah. I, I guess that makes sense. I don't know about that. <laughs> That's how they doing it now. Yeah, so. It's not March Madness. Like, it's not NCAA, you know. I guess, you know, just to give everybody a chance to at least say they made the playoffs. But if you have a losing record and then you get knocked out in the first round, did you really make the playoffs? You know. So. Okay, so in in, in the B charges, you know, you're gonna make some noise. Yeah, yeah, I think we're gonna yeah. finish the season strong. Okay. You know, okay, and go from there. That's good. So we want to thank everybody for listening to the Talking Sports Show again. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Talking Sports Show. Definitely want to hear from you. You know, comment and like our posts. Keep 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 us updated, and we also seem to have Val on the phone. Val, how how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you guys? Hi, Shayla. Hi, Kirsten. Hey, how Val. Doing? How you doing? I'm good. All right, we're we're doing fine. So, but before we get into the sports talk, the sports debate, I want to definitely give two quick shout outs. So, number one goes out to Brandon Harris being hired at Florida State as a defensive analyst. You guys don't know Brandon Harris. He went to Booker T. Washington Senior High School, and he also went to the University of Miami where he played cornerback. You know, he played a couple of the different teams in the NFL, but for Florida State to recognize a South Florida, you know, talent like that at coach, you know, that's big. And that's also big, you know, for all the co- coaches out there looking to get that big, big shot is out there. Just keep grinding, keep putting in the work, and it, it, it will happen. And then also – Huge shout-out to Benedict Hippolyte, who was just added as a grad assistant at the University of Miami. If you guys know, we had Benedict Hippolyte on the show twice now, um, both times at Miami Carrot City, and also just one time by himself when he was um, coaching at Hollandale High. So for him to be, you know, brought on staff, it definitely shows that Manny Diaz, he's moving in the right direction, getting South Florida people not only recruiting South Florida kids, but bringing the coaches in as well. And Benedict Kibble, like he was at Florida Memorial University, who now has a football team, but he's been able to transition there to the University of Miami. So great things for him. I'm proud of him. Again, that's another thing. All the coaches out there, just keep grinding, keep doing the work, and it will pay off. You know, it, 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 it will pay off. So huge shout-out to, to, to them on their accomplishments, and I hope – you know, they have a great career and keep going. All right. So this week we're going to take a little sidetrack and do some quick takes. Um, so I just want to get you guys' opinion on the backlash that Patrick Mahomes seemed to have received for some old tweets that came out, like right before the AFC Championship game. Um, so I'm assuming somebody must have been doing some digging. And it's yeah. <laughs> and um, so they found just like one tweet that I guess he stated where he – I'm assuming, like I like I said, I, I read the tweets and I just don't see what they saw, but um, they're assuming that he's supporting George Zimmerman with the whole Trayvon Martin case. Um, you know, because they're coming down to Miami, everybody's making a big deal because you know Trayvon's originally from here. Um, so, what do you guys think about that? Because the tweets I read, I, I didn't see any support. Yeah, well, I think they're just taking like the Cliff Notes version that that says. You know, stop resisting, or you know, stop stop resisting a, a, a cop. Mm-hmm. And I think it was taken way out of con- context because we all know Pat Mahomes is not that type of person to say going going to side with Zen Zimmerman. But 
for me, I just think it's people trying to find something to bring Pat Mahomes down. And mm-hmm. I think they're going to have a very hard job trying to do that because he's class personified. He's done it great at every level, and nothing bad has ever came out. I mean, he won the MVP. If they wanted to say something bad last year, they had the opportunity right. to to yeah. say it. Yeah. Um, I think this is honestly much ado about nothing. Right. Once again, they're trying to find – Especially with him being a black quarterback, yes, um, he, they have to find something, mm-hmm. and yep. that's all it is. Is digging, trying to find something because at the end of the day, if if he had this and it was such a big deal, this happened before he was even drafted to the NFL. Yeah, like 2013 or something like that. So, if he had a history of this, it would have obviously been it would have surfaced and it would have been more noticeable. So, yep. I don't think it's a big deal. On Val, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I um I read a few things about it and one one um article I read stated that one of the comments he made was before I think before Trayvon was murdered. It it, it had nothing to do with it and I think they tried to tie it in and as all of you have stated it's a, a big to do about nothing because it didn't it didn't um stick, you know, they tried to make it and you know, he got a little backlash but it kind of died down um, as soon as as soon as they brought it up. It's just that, um, I don't know, we tend to want to find something wrong, and, and I think we as a people have to understand everybody has different opinions. And just because your opinion may not go with my opinion doesn't mean you're wrong. <laughs> it just means you think differently. And um, But, I, again, I agree. It's a lot to do about nothing. Yeah, a whole lot to do about nothing. Um, so next in quick takes. So what were your thoughts on Zion's first official game in the NBA? Well, I would say my, my first thought was that he should have played more, even though I was opposed to him playing at all. Mm-hmm. But I think once he got going, they should have played more, and that would have been a bigger statement. But I think for his first game, he has his leg, so that's good. He can hit the three. So you're going to have to be out there to guard him. And I think once they get going, that's going to be scary. Mm-hmm. But I think they have to establish that Brandon Ingram is the guy there and Zion is n- number two. Right. He's the way to bring Brandon Ingram's Le- Le- LeBron James. I think they established that. But for his first game, I think you couldn't have asked for anything better. Like for a first game, almost reminded me when Blake Griffin came back off mm-hmm. injury just amazing from, from from the first game. So I'm proud of him. I pray he stays healthy. Hope he's not a George Hill or something like that where you keep getting all these injuries later on in his, his career. But a great, great start. All right. I'm going like, to want to piggyback off that um, last part you said yeah. about injury. Obviously, I'm a Stephen Adis. Yeah. I wish him nothing but the best. I yeah. want him to ball out. But this man is 6'7", 270. Mm-hmm. That, and he's 19. Right. So when you're 19 and you're 270, how old, like, what are you going to look like when you're 20 and you really, 20 into your mid-20s and getting into your prime when you really get your Charles body developed? Right. <laughs> Round him out. So he, they, I mean, he's not a DN, okay? He's a, he's a, a forward. So they have, they have to get his weight under control. But other than that, as far as on the court, he looked amazing. You know, he was feeling it. He hit the three. He showed how dominant he can be physically. So I think overall, you can't be help but be impressed by what you saw on the court as, as far as him as a player. 
Yeah, because you really saw him take off in the fourth quarter when he was able to play yeah. more mm-hmm. minutes. Because yep. every time it's like they got him going and then he stopped. Yep. Then it was like once he was going for a good little minute, he was able. I mean, 18 minutes, 22 points. I think that's a pretty good showing for you know yes. the first official game. But that even shows more the start mm-hmm. and stop, and you're still locked in on the game. So right. his maturity is there. Mm-hmm. I'm just hoping he's smart. Like he's gonna. Let's just say not make the mistakes of a Dwayne Wade or a Russell Westbrook early, you know, mm-hmm. crashing, falling down, and doing, doing all this crazy stuff that he's going to be more aware of his position. Hey, take those lobs, but relax on the lobs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think he has a point guard in Lonzo Ball, another point guard, can't remember his name right now, who won't do nothing too crazy or put him in a bad position. Mm-hmm. But holiday. Yeah, holiday. But I will say the coach matters, and he has a really good coach in Alvin Gentry. He, he's great. Yeah. Val, you do you have anything on Zion? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I was wait. Um, he looked good, and I, I agree with Kirsten. He may, you know, if he gets that weight under control, and you know, I mean, I think he's going to be phenomenal. Hopefully, you know, he's not injury prone, and he's going to be a, a force to be reckoned with. All right, and so for the last one, Kyrie's comments about him needing more help. I mean, pretty much he threw his team under the bus. So what you guys think about that one? I want to say this. I think Kyrie Irving wants so much to be LeBron James, and he's trying so hard. It's not working at all. And I, I really think he needs to sit back and just – just relax. Like, just just be, you know, a Steph Curry. Don't say nothing crazy. And just let your play do all the work. Let your crossovers, let your game. Like, just just turn Kawhi Leonard, you know, and just let your um, play. And let, let, let your play kind of show more. I think he's trying to lead vocally to the media. But you don't have to fool us. Like, you're in the locker room with those players all the time. I think he needs to prove to them. And his play has to show because right now they're in a worse position than they were last year. So that goes to show you D'Angelo Russell had the locker room, number one, and wasn't putting his players down or his teammates down, his co-workers down at all. So I, I think Kyrie, like, really needs help. And I think it's time for KD or somebody on that roster to just step in or somebody outside that respects Kyrie to come in and say, young fella, you're doing this wrong and kind of mentor him to kind of navigate these things. So whether that's a Kobe or really need to reach out to Dwayne Wade and kind of talk to him. But I think Kyrie, he has to stop. But I will also say he's looking to the future, and that's why I say he's trying to be LeBron James. Mm -hmm. When LeBron James, last couple of years back in the heat, hey, go get Norris Cole. Hey, go get this. Hey, I don't have a shooter. These are the same things LeBron James said. I don't have enough shooting. So that's why I lead back to he's trying to be LeBron James. And it doesn't come – across correctly yeah i i can see um your point about him trying to be lebron but the problem with that is next year he's gonna have kd so he can't say what he doesn't have because he doesn't know what his team is gonna be we know the nets aren't gonna go anywhere this year they can add whoever they want to add via trade it's not they're not going anywhere they're not making the playoffs so if anything they're going to be a lot be in a lottery, maybe they'll get a complimentary piece from there. But as far as him as a leader, you know, some of those got not everyone's they can't get rid of everyone. 
So you got to be mindful of that and be pick your words more carefully. Right. I mean, the, the biggest thing is, like you guys are saying, he wants to be LeBron. He wants to be the general manager like LeBron has been for the last few teams he's been on. Unfortunately, you don't have cachet mm-hmm. to be that kind of voice in a locker room. Like, unfortunately, I've never seen Kyrie as the leader that I do see LeBron as. Like, you know, he scheduled shoot-arounds and all of that good stuff. So does Kyrie do any of that? So you can't throw your yeah. teammates under the bus saying you need more help and that trying to take this piece and add this piece when you're not even doing what you have to do with the pieces you have. Maximize those pieces. Right. Because the last time I checked, Victor Oladipo took his team to the playoffs and they weren't stacked. D'Angelo Russell took his squad last year right. to the playoffs and they weren't stacked. Like, mm-hmm. they have a good enough team to make the playoffs in the East. Right. You like, have to be on the court. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm He's saying? on the court. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, how about him? He get in the training room and work on his body. Because mm-hmm. if he's available more games, then maybe they, those deficits that he's saying exist, maybe they won't be as prevalent or as obvious. So. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, even when we look to last night, we saw Kimba Walker put his backpack on and carry the whole team. He had 27 points at halftime. Mm-hmm. Tatum is not there. Jalen Brown is not there. And he's balling out, and he's doing it with his actions. He doesn't have to say anything because mm-hmm. he's doing it with his actions. So that's something I definitely want to see more from yeah. Ky- Ky- Kyrie Irving. Definitely. You know, so – well. Um, yeah, I agree. He's, um, you know, you don't throw your, your, your teammates under the bus and he's not LeBron. So stop trying to be LeBron, be who you are. And I mean, LeBron has taken teams with just him, you know, to the finals. I mean, he didn't win all of them, but I mean, that first Cleveland team he took to the finals, the only reason they were there was because of LeBron. Can Kyrie Irving do that? I don't know. But you don't throw your team under the bus like that because then you 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 um, lose that locker room camaraderie, and that can totally destroy your team. Or you know what can happen good for your team. Yeah, and also kind of staying on this train with lead leadership. I think now, and this is going to be a bold statement. I think the Miami Hurricanes football team finally has a leader at quarterback. I know we sit here every year and talk who's the leader on offense, who's the leader on defense, but I think the transferring of De'Eric King down here to Miami is going to bode well in, in the future. But before we talk about him and the lack of leadership, you got Jaron Williams who finally entered his name into the transfer portal. You know, I wish him nothing but the best. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it at all. I am very happy that God answered that prayer and got him out of here <laughs> because I spent way too much money on the Miami Hurricanes for him to not put up a point in the second quarter against FIU. Like, come on. And then the nerve of the coaching staff to not bench him, but that's a whole nother, nother story there. But I want to get into with King being here now, Who's who's accounted for fifty touchdowns in one season by himself? What do you think the outlook is for the Miami Hurricanes going into this twenty twenty year? And I'm pretty sure with him only having one year, do you think he starts as well? Yeah, I think he definitely is going to end up the starter. So I know it's probably going to encamp be between him and Kosi if yeah. and Kosi stays. But I see him taking over the reins because one thing that the team lacked 
was playmaking from the quarterback position, and we yeah. know that he has that ability. If with him, I think they can stretch the defense. And finally, I know yeah. you got your prayers with um, his name's escaping me. That offensive coordinator being oh um, Brett Lashy, yeah, yeah, being hired and somebody who's going to look to open up the offense and utilize those receivers and those five stars that you are always calling on. So maybe they'll get some more some more routes and some more opportunities to take the top off the defense so that we're not losing guys like Lorenzo Lingards because yeah. teams aren't respecting the pass game. But I think that Derrick King's going to come in and make a difference. Yeah, I definitely feel like eventually he'll, he'll probably not start out the season as a starter, but eventually he'll probably win that, that over because he'll have to, of course, learn – you know, learn a scheme, learn the playbook, all of that good stuff. But I think adding him is finally adding somebody that actually has the presence of, of, of a leader. Yeah. Because um, when I did see the few games that he did have when he was playing for um, Houston, it was like I, I see somebody who can get the team's attention. I've never seen that in the in the quarterback, I guess, room yeah. for, for, for you and for the last few years. It's like – those are not guys that people want to like run through the wall for. So Ooh, say it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I just like I don't even see like any enthusiasm from them. So like this guy's gonna come in. If anything, he's gonna come in and, and spark that room and make sure everybody's on notice. So yeah. I, I see good things from him. So yeah. Um, well, I was excited when I saw it because I was like, what really? So, yeah, and just like um, Shayla just said, the, we need a leader. UM needs a leader. And and when you keep, you know, switching quarterbacks and whatnot, it, it just shows lack, lack of confidence. So we'll see. And I'm hoping he starts right out. But, you know, we'll see. But I think it's a great move. Yeah, I think the main thing, is going to do because of the coordinator, it's going to bring the right type of competition. You brought in Tate Martell to run the spread offense, and you have him under center 70% of the time. doesn't make sense. He's been in shotgun at Ohio State and at college, and in high school where he never lost a game as the starter. So I think we're going to finally have that co- cohesion there, which I'm definitely excited for. So, Miami Hurricanes, please do this. We're going to have much to talk about you guys once the practices start and spring game and all, and all, all that stuff. But I'm definitely excited for King and the transfer, DN as well, and Roche. I think he's going to definitely add another veteran presence and hopefully start alongside of a Gregory Russo and hopefully make him a better pass rusher because with those two guys on our roster now, just based off of last year, we lead the nation in sacks. With, with that addition. So I think that's a great, great addition. I think he's only going to bode well. And he wanted to come play for the conditioning coach we have now, which was at Temple as well. So I, I kind of want to transition because it's, it, it's getting tough with this the, the MLB Hall of Fame. Like, I just don't get these guys. I don't get the writers. It makes no sense. Like, we know Mario R- R- Rivera, he was the first – you know, unanimous, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer. And he earned that. I felt like Derek Jeter earned that as well, and he was not voted unanimously. There was one guy out there that didn't vote for him. Where does the hate come for Derek Jeter? Like, 
Help me understand. I thought he should have been unanimously. I can't help you. Vo- vote. <laughs> like, help me. <laughs> he played for the Yankees. I'm just guessing it was just your, your quintessential. I hate that team, so I hate anything that comes from that team. So, I, I, I don't get it either. I, I, I'm at a loss for words on that one. And then on, on top of that, we have to say it. Barry Bonds is still not done. It, will we ever see that before we die? Just I'm just nope. I'm I'm curious. Nope. Nope. They're gonna have nope. to get the um, voters who are in all the old white guys. They're gonna have to die, and maybe he'll have a chance possibly. But other than that, no, probably not. Yeah, but don't they have a window that they once they uh, maximize that window that that's it? I think so. I have to do- double check that, but yeah, I believe because I know they were talking about a player this that just got in this last um, for this class. And they were speaking of how this was like his last chance. So if he didn't make it this go around, that was it. So I mean, unfortunately, Barry Bonds is not going to make it because of the people who doubt his his ability due to the whole, you know, performing enhancing drugs situation and all of that. Which even he never though, tested positive for. Right, right. <laughs> even though well, even even the yeah. rumors that came about, the the man had a Hall of Fame career before those rumors even. Began circulating, so how can you not? Exactly. Well, I mean, and 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 the hypocrisy behind that, um, because baseball knew that people were taking PEDs, and and most of the people who were taking them were the pitchers, um, to 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 help them um, to to hit a ball. You have to have hand-eye coordination. And I remember Barry Bonds' career, and I'm not like a real baseball fan, but I remember how good he was prior to this issue, prior to his head growing and all this other stuff. <laughs> but, I mean, baseball allowed this. They turned a blind eye to it for years. You know, you had Sosa and McGuire. So, and it's just sad. You know, we're talking, well, we put an asterisk by his name. Well, you can put an asterisk by, you know, um, Babe Ruth because you didn't have the best black players in the in Major League Baseball during the time he got his alleged 700 and what was it? I don't know. <laughs> His 714, is it? Um, home run. So, um, Barry deserves to be there, but, you know, him and Pete Rose are not are not ever going to get in. I don't, I don't see it. Yeah, and I felt like Barry Bonds just, he owes so much to, to the game, so for him to not be there just based off on that, because we all know uh, A-Rod is going to make it you know, no matter what. He's, like, He's the poster boy now, and we know he what, what he was doing, you know. So, so for Barry Bonds, even just off of skinny Barry Bonds, you got to put him in off that. That's yeah, exactly. But, yeah, but on, on the yeah, other I, side of the break, we're, we're going to get into the WNBA. They they kind of did some restructuring of the salaries. We're going to get into some of the NBA trades. We also have the Pro Bowl and and, and some other sports topics. Hollywood. Discover why Audible is the best way to stay informed, inspired, and entertained. Right now, save $50 on your first year of Audible at audible.com. You get to choose any 12 audiobooks so you can listen to bestsellers and hear leading experts on topics like finance, fitness, relationships, and more. 
Listening is the new reading. And right now, your first year is just $99.50. That's a $50 savings. But hurry, it ends January 31st. Visit audible.com today. Join Pastor C.J. Kelly and the New Birth Faith Tabernacle Church at 1026 Northwest 8th Street in Hallandale for Wednesday night Bible study each week at 7 p.m. and Sunday morning worship at 9.30 a.m. Come and learn with us as we open up God's Word and study book by book, chapter by chapter, and verse by verse, exploring the truth in the living Word of God. Join us at New Birth Faith Tabernacle, 1026 Northwest 8th Street in Hallandale, where Rev. C.J. Kelly is Senior Pastor Teacher. Join Gospel Liam 1490 WMBM for a special evening as we celebrate our 25th anniversary with Africa Umoja, the spirit of togetherness, only one USA stop. So come out and experience this internationally acclaimed musical, Africa Umoja, Sunday, March 1st at 7 p.m. at the Miramar Cultural Arts Center, 2400 Civic Center Place, Miramar, Florida. You can also purchase tickets at AM 1490 WMBM, 13242 Northwest 7th Avenue. Avenue in Miami. For more information, call 305-769-1100. The Word of God encourages those in the kingdom to support those first who are of the household of faith. Therefore, your ministry and Gospel AM 1490 WMBM should be edifying each other. Together, through fantastic advertising options, we can not only reach the lost, but grow disciples. Tap into WMBM ministry advertising options today. We are the station that puts Jesus Christ first. Gospel AM 1490 WMBM, WMBM.com. Greetings. This is Carla Hernandez Matz, president of the United Teachers of Dade. Join us each Tuesday beginning at 4.30 p.m. for We Educate Miami as we empower and educate our community right here on Gospel AM 1490 WMBM. Wake up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed. Gospel AM 1490 WMBM. WMBM WMBM.com. Called into the kingdom for such a time as this. We are the station that puts Jesus Christ first. We are gospel. We are talk. Gospel AM 1490, WMBM, WMBM.com. You're listening to South Florida's best gospel station, AM 1490, WMBM. And the action continues on Talking Sports. The call-in number's day, 305-953-9626 in Broward, 954-525-1490. And toll-free, 1-888-599-9626. All right, we are back with the Talking Sports Show. Look, guys, if you want to join in the talk in the sports debate, please call in. The numbers are 305-953-9626 and 954-525-1490. So I, I just wanted to cover just qu- quickly, if we can, the WNBA, even though this probably deserves more, they have finally raised the salary, the base salary for players. It was... 116k now it is 130k and they also you know created additional bonuses and prize pools that raised the total compensation by 53% the WNBA says and the top players can now earn more than 500k a year in cash which is more than triple the current maximum cash compensation according to the league so what are your thoughts on the WNBA finally raising 
the the salary for you know the women bat basketball players out there, you know, the, the hoopsters out there. Well, that's chump change. Um, talk talk about it. I mean, I used to want to be in a WNBA until I started <laughs> doing my own research. I was like, okay, I can go ahead and do this, but then I was like, uh, yeah, no, I probably still need a second job. It's 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 still ridiculous on how offset the WNBA salary is compared to the NBA. And I understand, I get it. The NBA is the cash cow. They have the media attention. They have the bigger name players. I don't know how many people are trying to go out and see a bunch of women running up and down the court. And unfortunately, that's the thought process of a lot of people. But it's still like chump change compared to what I feel like they actually deserve. Val, you want to go? Uh, yeah, um, I was surprised, but when I'm just listening to Trey talk about the difference, you go from 116,000 to 130. That's that's a raise. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's it's it, and it's pennies compared to what the NBA makes, but at least it's a start. But they really need to focus um, on trying to. It's just like with college sports, with women in college sports. They need to focus on trying to make it equal. I'm pretty sure it'll never be what the NBA is. I mean, just just in general, but um, these ladies deserve to be paid for their talent, just like the men do. And some of these ladies are, are, are very good. So I'm surprised, but, I mean, from 15, from 115 to 130, um, I don't know about that part because that's not a real race. Right. I think it starts with marketing. Like the WNBA doesn't obviously it's not going to generate the attention, but if you look at the uh, March Madness, the Women's March Madness does generate attention. Facts. Mm-hmm. UConn, we knew about the UConn's no, Notre women's Dame. team, Notre Dame. We knew those names, we knew those people. Tennessee. Exactly, Tennessee with Pat Summit, and then once those players left college, we never heard of a lot of them again. Right. So there is attention out there. They just need to work with the NCAA mm-hmm. to make sure that once these players, you you market them, and once they're in the WNBA, you continue that with whatever team they go to. If you start there, then that's when you get the revenue generation because, you know, mm-hmm. it's all about the dollars. Right. So I'm sure and if you look at the bottom line, the WNBA will cry broke with this, even though they didn't even raise the, the salary by that much. But it starts with them. They have to market their product. Right. If they wanted to succeed, and you know, just to piggyback on that mar- marketing stuff, when I think back to it, on on the boys AAU side, Nike, Under Armour now, mm-hmm. Jordan, Adidas, they're heavy on that marketing for the boys AAU. You know, even on YouTube with all of these, you know, players they're following. All of these, they've been following Zion forever. We we been knew about him, so we already knew once he declared he was going to either sign Nike, Adidas, whoever had the most money, Jordan, whoever had the mo- most money. Why is that not being done on the other side? Because there are a bunch of women phenom athletes that are balling. Why aren't why isn't it the same way? Because then we would know. Hey, okay, this school is an Adidas school. Players should go there, and they're marketing around those players. So I think that definitely needs to change, and even even the sponsors to another degree, like Gatorade, like 
market these players. We all see, hey, okay, we know LeBron James is one of your athletes. We know Dwayne Wade is one of your athletes. But why isn't that out more? And even, too, like, you know, the McDonald's, the Burger King, all these big sponsors for, for, for these sports, I think they can help raise the profile, raise the awareness as, as well. Because the play is good. Like, they're fighting hard. It's good basketball. It's way back basketball really supposed to be played. You know, you know they could shoot the three. You know, you got, you know, some women are dunking and everything. But so it's not that it's not exciting. Mm-hmm. It's the other side that's not being done. And I'm going to say this. This was not enough money at all. Because for all the practices they have, all the waiting room things they have to go through, they go through the same injuries. If, if you know, Brittany Griner tears her ACL, KD has a torn ACL. It's, it, they have to go through the same rehab pro- process, and I think that needs to be upgraded. The facilities, and you know, as well. And you got to take into account that these are women. Some of them go on maternity leave. Yes. Like mm-hmm. they have other other added issues going on that a lot of men in the NBA don't have to worry about. But in for, in terms of like the marketing that you stated, beyond marketing, we got to get bus and seats. Yeah. Like, the, the the attendance is terrible. Yeah, and I think that need, needs to change. I know we saw it a little bit after the NBA, finished, um, NBA you know, season finished where you'll see a Kevin Durant pop up or a Wade or Chris Paul every now and again. That needs to happen more. That social media presence needs to be there. Like, even now, everybody is always glued when the Heat win. You're waiting for that new meme to be posted on Instagram or Twitter. Like, you're in anticipation to see what they're going to do. And I think – that social media buzz kind of has to be be there. So hopefully that'll start being being there now, and and it should be. But I would say the, the pay raise was not not enough. They need to do better. And for this to be an eight year agreement, you're stuck at that point for eight years. So I think the sponsors, the head of marketing for the WNBA, needs to do more. Get these athletes deal. Get. Get them branded shoes. Like, get, get get them their own shoes. Like, okay, Wade has his own shoe. Hey, all these other people have a, their own shoe. I think that needs to happen. So the agents out there definitely need to step up. And we all love agents on this show. We had a few of them on this show. We love those, but I think they need to step up. All right, and but before we switch and start talking about, you know, the NBA trades and what's going on with the Pro Bowl and, you know, the NFL championships, just want to mention quickly – um, hockey is on their break this week. The NHL All-Star Game is actually Sunday as well. So while the Pro Bowl is going on, the NHL <laughs> All-Star Game is going on. But I, I say that to mention that right now, if the season ended, the Florida Panthers would be in the playoffs right now because they've been hot lately. They've been scoring a lot of goals. They've been beating some really, really good, good teams. So if you get a chance, you got to keep scrolling on your TV. Just keep going up. Pass Sun Sports a little bit, and you'll see that hockey channel there. Maybe catch a Florida Panthers game every now and again. and Because to me, hockey is very fun to watch, and I think you would enjoy it. You could get a lot of stuff done while you're watching the game, and they show enough replays so you can see how, how they score it. So if you guys never watched a hockey game, I would definitely say watch one. And if you can, go see one live. The tickets are not that expensive. And it's basically a good seat everywhere you you go there. So, if you get a chance, just 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 go 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 there and watch watch a hockey game. Um, yeah, hockey is definitely an exciting sport to watch live. Um, and one thing about it, they have a lot of players that 
can definitely change the um, pace of the game. You know, we only know about the Ovechkins and the Crosbys, but yeah. the Panthers this year, they Huberto. got a new coach. Yes. Yeah, Huberto on that on front line, and their goaltender has been amazing. So yes. I think they can definitely make a playoff push this year. Transitioning, okay, we're going to the – oh, Val, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, you know, hockey is – I'm trying to figure out when their season is. It seems like they play 12 months in a year. No, oh. they, they have actually the same um, – they play the same amount of games as basketball. They play 82. Is that, oh, okay, that's – They okay, just start okay, a little bit that's later. That's so long. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get it now. We're transitioning to the Pro Bowl tomorrow. We have the AFC versus the NFC. Um, who you guys got? I'm an NFC matter. girl, so <laughs> I ride with the NFC all day. Uh-huh. Um, does it matter? Um, I'd say the NFC, but I don't think it really matters. I mean, you, you know, we got players like Lamar Jackson, who you know he he came up short in the playoffs, but he can kind of. I, I know it's, it don't it doesn't matter as far as stats and everything, but if he comes out and he looks impressive then he can set his momentum for next year as far as getting yeah. back on the on the right track. Right. And I think the Pro Bowl is, like, really something to give the players, like, a thank you for everything that they've done. So, yeah. it's like, for me, it definitely does matter, only because it gives them a chance to go out and have fun mm-hmm. and not have to worry about, you know, all the rules and I can't hit there and I can't do this and I can't yeah. pull here. So, it's just, just give them some time to have fun, enjoy it, have, to have their families out. And I mean, just see whoever wins. And I mean, both sides get paid a nice, a pretty penny. Yeah. And you know, it's just one of those things where it's it's gonna be a fun game to watch. It's not gonna be too competitive, but it'll be fun. Yeah, you know, it's crazy you mentioned that because the All Star game for NBA is 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 a little bit more like I would say more competitive. Mm-hmm. Like early on, it's not, but towards that third, fourth quarter, that prize starts getting on the line, and I think they. You know, if you're the MVP of the All-Star game, like LeBron James has the most points in, in All-Star history, you know, the same way like he has the Olympic record, most mm-hmm. most points. So it seems like it matters more NBA than than in the NFL for some reason. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm – No, I was going to say just with Pro Bowl, you have to remember this is football. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're not going to go out there and put your body on the line for a game yeah. that has no stakes Facts. at all. Facts, yeah. But I would say for me – Look, I'm down with the NFC all day long, but for them to have Lamar Jackson on, on that side, I kind of want to see what he's going to do over there. But I, I will say I'm, I'm excited to see Russell Wilson ball out. And being in the Pro Bowl, seeing the skills comp, comp, competition, it just goes to show how skillful some of those play players are just wa- watching those different things. But, yeah, I'm definitely excited for the AFC. I, I think they're going to win. Yeah. Um, yesterday we had a trade. Willie Colley Stein was traded to from the Golden State Warriors to the Dallas Mavericks for a pick um, in next year's draft. Um, we had the Kent Bazemore trade last week for going from Portland to Atlanta. Atlanta. Thank you. So, who do, do you think there's going to be any impactful trades? The, the trade deadline is February 6th, and we have a couple teams that need to make that final push. So you see anybody who on the trade block getting traded, and if so, where? Um, I've been looking at it. LeBron needs some help in LA. He needs. Okay, Kyrie. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, he does need some help because it's like when he's 
not when he's on the bench, it's yeah. like they really have their bench is just not really getting the job done. It's not really like helping. And unfortunately, the only pick, the only piece that they have that's worth trading is Kuzma. And I don't know. It can happen, but they gonna have to give up. Like they gonna have to try to really sweeten that. They need they need some pieces. And I've been hearing like Derrick Rose's name get thrown out and all that kind of stuff. But we'll see. Thought. Um. I haven't really thought about it. Where's Derrick Rose playing now? Um, the Detroit see. Pistons. Huh? Detroit Pistons. No, I don't think I. I really haven't thought about it, but um, he would be a good piece in LA. But I, you know, I don't know if he's gonna go there or not because he's playing pretty good in Detroit now. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but Kuzma, they definitely want to keep him but mm-hmm. with all the pieces between LeBron and AD mm-hmm. once it's time for any kind of contract renewals and stuff like that somebody got to go right. so they may have to plan for the future as far as um, Kuzma I think Drummond though between Drummond and Carthony Towns mm-hmm. any yeah. team that needs a um, big man should look out for them um I'm as far as the Heat too. I, I think it's wishful thinking, and we know Car Anthony Towns can't come here with Jimmy Butler here. But uh, <laughs> too soft. If, if Drummond, if they can work something out, because Myers Leonard, I'm sorry, waste of height, seven foot for nothing. Look, did like, you see somebody no, tried to end his life last night? <laughs> bruh, that's a waste of seven feet. Like, come on, man. If you're gonna be out there shooting threes, you could give that up to somebody else. Like, I think that the Heat definitely. And we saw it last night, and I hate to say this, but we kind of miss Hassan in that regard. We need somebody Preach. like that. Preach. Not saying we need Hassan, but we Preach. do need somebody with that height who can protect that rim and get those rebounds. Yeah, try who who you think is going going to get traded or who who should be get, getting traded at this point. Um. Well, good evening, everybody. By, by the way, hey, um, what's up? I I feel like. We should um we should go try to get um Dwight Howard because I feel like he has a lot left in the tank, uh, especially defensively. Um, I agree. The piece we need, we traded already. Um, Hassan Whiteside, just seeing how he's playing this year. I don't know what 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 happened here. That's what's happening there that didn't happen here. Um, but um. I think I think we definitely need the front court. Um, I know Kevin Love's salary is too much to absorb. I would love to have him here. I know other people disagree with that, but I would love to have him here. Um, and I or I, I would like us to get a Zubac from the Clippers, man. I know they're not letting that team go, but I just feel like if Pat Riley can package the right thing, man, to get him or even you know a Trez, somebody like that, man, we fine. We just need one more, you know, rough ride in the post, man. I think we'll be just fine. Yeah, and, and it's funny you you mentioning some of those names, and I know, um, Shayla, you, you mentioned Kuzma. I think the Heat is the perfect Ooh. team to trade for Kuzma because mm-hmm. we have the young pieces that are still under contract where we can make a trade happen. I know Derrick Jones Jr. has been hurt, but the potential of Kuzma that they know, 
is there, but his contract is so cheap, so it's hard to make the money match for you know to get a better player. But Kuzma is never going to develop under LeBron James. He's not even looking his way at never. games. Right. That's what I was going to say. Is like Kuzma doesn't fit in that whole scheme that they have over nope. there in LA. He doesn't fit, nope. and it it almost it almost feels like he's like the the Kyrie too. Yeah. Like he's feeling like he's under his shadow and he's trying so hard to dig from under that shadow. That's why I say he's the only piece that I can see. I don't really see Dwight Howard because I don't think that they, they his, they his skills right yeah. now is something that they need. Like I said, their bench is not holding up the end of their bargain. But yeah, I I would say I, I did like that Willie Colley Stein trade and I'm gonna say this. Mark Cuban knows where all the bodies are buried, like Jer- <laughs> Jerry Jones. He knows where every single body is buried. <laughs> Because how was he was able to make that trade so so fast? Is 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 crazy. And even I even like some of the moves with the with the Blazers, how they got Tre- Trevor Ariza. I think that's going to be perfect for them once they're fully healthy down the stretch. If they can even make it to the playoffs, I think that'll be you know really really nice. But I think a team that's building and that's young that kind of needs to swing for the fences are the Memphis Grizzlies. They need to get John Morant a running buddy. I don't know who, but they need to get John Morant a running buddy somehow, some way to help that young kid out because the potential is there. He has that dog in him. But the, I think the Miami Heat do need to make some sort, sort of trades because we have a lot of dead weight on the roster. Hey, to say it that way, but James Johnson, he's come in every now and again and did some stuff. But we need to get rid of some of these guys, package them with, with a smaller guy and – also, too, I think the Lakers could use a Justice Winslow because he's somebody who can handle the ball when LeBron James is on the bench. Exactly. Instead of a Rondo having the ball set all these other people, give it to him, then he can give it to their shooters. He could, you know, throw the lobs. He could do all that fun stuff. So, and he could play defense, so you use him in the fourth quarter. So I personally would like us to get value from a Winslow and a Derrick Jones Jr. and turn that into value some kind, kind of way. I agree. I, I think that um, that Kuzma pick could kind of be what we would would have gotten with Melo because I really seeing Melo now, man. I wish we had him here. Um, so I think Kuzma can kind of fit that role. No, yeah, me, me too. I, I feel I feel the same way, and also think too with the Pacers when they're they're about to get Victor on the deep depot back. That's going to be a crazy deep team, and they're already playing amazing right right now. So mm-hmm. I, I think that. That's gonna be something to watch out when 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 he call, call calls back when 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 he come comes back. So last week we had the AFC NFC championship games, as we saw the Chiefs beat up the Titans, and uh, beat, I think it was more than that, bro. <laughs> you know, I gotta say it kind of lightly because you know. Yeah. Some, but anyway, the Chiefs did beat up on the Titans, and then the Forty ers beat up on the Packers. I know they came back and made it close quote-unquote late but we knew that the Niners were going to win so what are y'all thoughts after seeing the championship games do you think that the right teams won or that you know how did you think those games went Aaron Rodgers is overrated oh okay hold on now wait a minute shots fired you're doing a little too much right now he ain't overrated it's just it's about that time He, he getting close to the the 18th hole it is, he has more co- commercials than playoff appearances in the last five years. Now you just, now you just being petty. Oh my god! Now you just being petty. 
anyway to keep things nice. Discount double what? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, the team, the right teams did win. Um, as I as I knew what they should have done, the Kansas City Chiefs did what they were supposed to do, and that was to stop Derrick Henry. Yep. He only had, what, two carries in the, in the second half? Ooh. Two. And like I said, yep. you make Ryan Tannehill <laughs> – be the guy, and he shows you. So why you didn't pick him? Why you didn't pick him? Why? Because I knew Ryan Tannehill was gonna go out there and do Ryan Tannehill things and not do nothing. <laughs> he wasn't gonna do anything spectacular. He was holding his own for a minute. I, they were starting to get that that hot start that they've been getting, but no, they they the the defense did their part. They were like, okay, we're gonna take away your best piece and let me see what you do without it, and they couldn't do anything without it. And as far as the Packers. He's overrated. I'm, I'm going to just leave. Say, 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 hold on a second. Say, watch your mouth. Because <laughs> you're being, dis- you're being disrespectful. How am I being disrespectful? What, what, what has he done watch for us mouth. lately? What, what, has, what, has, what has he done? Trey. Trey. Oh, my God. Trey. Like, he's not even a top five quarterback right now. Trey. Like, come on. Less than 10 passes. They had a third string running back run for 220 yards. I have a question. Dave. Former Dolphin, by the way. Aaron Rodgers has been in the league for how long? And he can't dis- he does he doesn't know what coverage is coming. Like, come on, he has Trey, the weapons. What, what? Trey, what and afterwards, they want to say he doesn't have weapons. Like, no, he has weapons. Devontae Adams. He got a running game now. Like, what's what's you the excuse? One, you said one name. You said one name. What's the excuse now? He has everything. What more you need? The defense. Score points. He don't. Can he play defense? Score points. He can play offense. All right, Trey. He can play offense, but I guess not too good. (laughs) He's not a bad guy. Just an ignorant T. So I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you be blasphemous because you out of pocket. You out of pocket. You watch the same game I watch. It's just Eric. Oh, it's Aaron Rodgers. Like, what are y'all like? Come on, now. The greatest thrower of the football. Stop it. Stop it. Yes. No. Where, where was that in the game? I didn't see it. 31, 39. He should know how to read a coverage by now. He should know what's coming. Like, come on. He only had incompletions. It's his playbook. He's overrated. He calls the plays at the line of scrimmage. They don't score. It's on him. I, I wish I wish his defense oh. had four first round picks on the D line oh. and a running back run for two twenty. Man, Lord have mercy! I wish I had that. He's the GM now, so those those complaints are no more. He gets to pick the plays. He gets to pick who's on his team. No more excuses you know for him. True. He is trash. Okay, he is trash. Okay, trash. Come on, overrated. Come on, okay, overrated. Trash. Come on, better man. than any quarterback you have at Philly. Any quarterback, and you know it. Wow. Okay, hold on now. Yeah, you 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 talking a little crazy right now. You talking way a little crazy right now. He's better than any quarterback you've ever had in Philadelphia. If McNabb was able to play that Steelers team, he would have dropped fifty points All by right. himself, I, 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 running I, 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 the ball, running the ball every play. He trying to make Travis Hanks Running the ball, he he's Woo. overrated. But besides, um, things we knew about Aaron Rodgers was going to happen that happened. I felt that what Andy Reid is doing with that officer coordinator is just amazing. And his defensive coordinator has to get a lot of props. Stopping Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. which nobody thought would happen. Did you with, with, with the backup linebacker, 
you, you that that shows so much because that backup linebacker, number forty-seven, I can't remember his name right now. He was playing outside his mind against Derrick Henry. I think that that shows shows, shows a lot though. But we're going to give our predictions next week on the show Saturday. So definitely, everybody who's listening out there, everybody's listening on the podcast. You guys want you guys call in and give your predictions live on the air. Again, the calling numbers are 305-953-9626. We definitely want to hear from, from you guys and definitely get your predictions for the Super Bowl game. And stay tuned. The Talking Sports Show, we got a lot of new content, a lot of content we're going to be dropping this week. So we definitely want your your, your feedback on the different things we're going to be posting on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We definitely want to hear from you. Thank you guys for all coming in talk to Talking Sports on the show. Do you guys got anything y'all want to leave, leave us off with? Anything coming up that you want to promote or say anything? Um, no, just the same that I had um, a few weeks ago. We still have the Black Expo, the Black Business Expo at um, Aetna in the plantation location. If you or anybody has a black business you want to promote, just feel free to reach out to us and we can go ahead and get that situated, get some contact information, trans. Um, I want to say it. Get some contact information. Um, hey, exchanged. Exchanged. Got you. I'm sleepy and I'm tired. I'm tired to um, understand. <laughs> right. So we can definitely get, um, get that taken care of and get you promoted. Oh, NBC and night is Tuesday at NNB. So come on out if you can. And I'll see y'all next week in studio. If I can stop visiting urgent care every weekend, I'll be there. <laughs> Okay, but I hope you get that the, the, together. But th- thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Bishop Curry, for allowing us to do this show on WNBM Hollywood. You've been listening to Talking Sports on Gospel AM 1490 WNBM. Tune in again next week for the sports scores and more on the station that puts Jesus Christ first. Gospel AM 1490 WNBM. The proceeding has been a paid advertisement. The advertisers are solely responsible for information presented during this program. The information presented is not necessarily supported, endorsed, or promoted by WMBM, Newbert Broadcasting, its staff management, or advertisers. Views and comments expressed on this program are not necessarily those of Newbert Broadcasting Corporation, its staff, or advertisers. Gospel AM 1490 WMBM.